You're listening to Accelerate, a ServiceNow podcast series about achieving your business outcomes, where we talk about how to get the most value from the Now platform. Hey everyone, this is Crystal Clevenger. And this is Dee Dries. We're your hosts and excited to talk to you about ServiceNow value acceleration solutions that include expert services, training, and impact. Hello, everybody. I'm here today with Anu Kapoor from our ServiceNow office in New Jersey. Anu, welcome to the Accelerate podcast. I'm really excited to have you here with me today. Hey, Crystal. Thanks a lot for having me. A big hello to all. Excited to be here. Cool. So you are a technical consultant here at ServiceNow and part of the expert services team, which is our professional services team. Tell me a little bit about what your job entails. Oh, my job. Okay. I would never call that a job. It's a thing that I love doing. And when you love doing what you have, you never have to work again. Right. So I'm working as <laughs> <That's> cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm working as a TC uh, technical consultant for the platform and integrations uh, wing of the expert services team in customer outcomes. My primary responsibility is to keep customers happy uh, by helping them to visualize what they where they want to be, and then making the magic happen, right, for implementations, right from kickoff phase till the go-live one. So when you engage with a customer, what does that look like? Because you're definitely part of a larger team within expert services. Mm -hmm. So for a customer, you know, how do you start talking to them? How do you engage with them? So keeping the customers on leading practices, making them aware of what they are missing on the new releases and designing solutions for them is what we do day in and day out for the customers, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Things start with uh, the icebreaker introduction sessions where we align with customer, like what he's expecting or what he's feeling right now and the expectations from service now, bottom line, right? The, the approach for the customer happens in three phases. Uh, let me just drill down on that. So phase one is connect. Uh, more than talking in the initial phases, we try to listen in and observe and analyze, digest where the customer stands in today. Then the phase two starts, like the recommendations or um, the actual development uh, in those phases. Uh, in this phase, we are generally either trying to align and recommend the customer, the proposed solutions. And this has happened after uh, you know internal line alignment has taken place within teams or with the SMEs. Or we are in the active development mode, in the development or agile mode, uh, I should say. And when we are in that, uh, we are either reviewing the configurations with the customer or taking inputs from them in, in those phases. But our focus operandi is align with the customer on this journey as much as possible and never leave their hand right? in this phase two. Uh, phase three being what's about to come, the summary that has happened and how we envision where we are and where we would be in the future. And this happens in sometimes uh, where we are hand getting hands-on with the customer and uh, you know transitioning to them, to their teams. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, the edge that we have is we have we know what is in N plus one or N plus two releases uh, down at the line. So we advise right. the customers accordingly what their platform should look like or how their strategic and development strategy should be on the platform level. Yeah. Okay. You work with a lot of other people at ServiceNow, particularly in expert services. So you work with business process consultants, engagement managers, 
possibly solution architects. Can you tell me a little bit about how that teamwork looks from a customer's perspective? Sure. And the the team that I work with is one of the best teams on the planet, I should say. Right? <laughs> <laughs> My team has all the great people who collaborate, advise, and tag team on those key moments when, when you need them. Right? So since we have so many internal syncs up on weekly and monthly basis, we see each other backs to help our us on the peer on the projects right like live coding happy hours and several corner salsa sessions that happened throughout uh, uh, throughout our monthly journey uh, mm-hmm. interacting with the other cross cross work streams i should say if it is itsm or itom uh, you get that edge right and they rely on you being the expert of the platform and integrations and they count on you right so again uh, i would say that being on the platform integrations team you have to interact with every other team on the other works teams but it it feels okay. like you are gaining experience from out of it right now i have worked with 20 plus teams across my career span of my career but the team i have worked today is probably the top top of my charts for me i should say that's fantastic and so you have a team of as i said bp uh, bpcs solution mm-hmm. architects engagement managers and you all work together in service of our customers right that's correct yeah how do you how would you say that you lay the groundwork for a customer to be successful because you know some of these projects are really complicated mm-hmm. obviously and take a long time what do you specifically do to make sure a customer is going to be successful in in their implementation So so this is a great question and there have been instances in service now when the customers want to be successful but are not ready to be successful right so let me elaborate what do you, what do you mean by that yeah so let me elaborate what i just said so as i work on integration space correct so i will talk through those examples uh, that it generally relates to um first of all we make sure that customers knows what the definition of to be successful looks like uh, through some kpis or uh, you know desired end states in mind Mm-hmm. secondly to start with any integration we make sure that customer is ready by providing them with some pre-work templates and we we ask them explicitly uh, for their teams internal teams as well as uh, other external teams to fill those templates before coming on the workshop sessions or working sessions right okay so they can make the most out of those sessions because otherwise if they're not prepared then you you don't have enough information right uh, and absolutely because they should expect that what is coming to them on the working sessions that we're about to have on the calendars mm-hmm. so okay we make sure that process teams has done the due diligence and customer is ready to start with the integration so when they need when they need integration what are expectations from this integration work right Mm-hmm. bottom line we do not want our customers to you know fail or have any disruption during this entire journey of all and uh, yeah, yeah yeah what would you say you you bring to the customer in terms of value that they can't get anywhere else so, in in your role as as a technical consultant right so this is one of my favorite questions to the least uh, right <laughs> and, and to start briefly um i have been on the other end of the river too like i worked with couple of partners as well uh-huh. before service now now this the kind of this kind of perspective consulting that you get in service now is of one of its unique kind right 
when i tell my customers that there is certain thing to be done in this way then i have listened to the customer i have understood his use case his or her use case and then run through this through my mind and with the other folks too like on my team or through some internal communication with other smes you get to see how other customers have done it and what the take on the product teams on it because product team also work on future releases right right so uh, again 360 degree perspective and n plus 1 n plus 2 release visibility mm-hmm. is something that uh, i'll say you know nh of working here and since we work with so many customers we know the trending requirements among them so i work with so many customers on strategy and implementation level and i i can say with confidently today that those years of experience can only be earned and not learned yeah. right so you can apply some of the learnings from working with other customers to the future customers you're going to work with right absolutely and then and you know whenever you have version 1.0 you always have version 1.1 1.2 in circulating within yourself and then you give 2.0 to customer the enhanced versions mm-hmm. got it my next question is just a little bit more personal uh, i wanted to know how you came into this role um you know you mentioned that you worked with a couple of partners before mm-hmm. but how long have you been at service now how did you how did you get this job at service now so it's already starting right <clears throat> i was in sap world at the starting of my career for about 5 uh, to 6 years when i started and then when when i went on to pursue my interest in ui ux technologies working on mobile stuff designing mm-hmm. portals right phone apps for 2 plus years during that portal designing work back in 2016 i remember i re- i worked with one of the service now developers who showcased me the capabilities of the platform and he showed me how it is transitioning from geneva version to helsinki and the ui was completely you know changing for once and for all so right. someone said to me one fine day if you want to travel to usa learn service now and here i am with the platform right uh, while i was working on an implementation project for a healthcare customer back in 2020 in covid times i remember and i, I was to co delivering that project with service now so mm. i was recommended by one fine fellow who was working as a solution architect in service now on that very project and uh, jd my director took my interview and brought me into this um, team here where, where you see me like it was one of the sweetest decisions which i cherish all through these two uh, plus years of being here at rocket ship and wherever i go from here this experience and these years you know, like will be a treasure for lifetime that's fantastic i i feel like I don't really even need to ask you the next question I was thinking of which is what motivates you I feel like you've already told me but tell me anyway tell me again what what motivates you what makes you want to get up in the morning and be excited about the day and working with our customers mm-hmm. so you know a company where mondays feel like fridays um, I, i can never be so fortunate to work for a company like service now so each day <clears throat> i'm mentally focused physically motivated to prioritize my task list so mm-hmm. when there is time to do the work and then redo for the perfections that's where the real productivity kicks in so this all ecosystem of service now is so encouraging that each each individual like me wants to give us 200% during most of the day and when when i did my onboarding here at service now two years before i remember there was someone some instructor who said that uh, if you so the quote goes like this if you did not had anything different 
then ServiceNow would never have hired you. And it still revolves around my head till today, a biggest source of my motivation to work here each day, I, I should say. Hmm, to do something different every day, is that what you mean? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Got it. Well, that's great. I mean, I love this and uh, I'm, I'm so excited you got to be on the show and talk to me about your experience. And I hope this is enlightening for our listeners who are customers already or potential customers. So I want to thank you for your time today, Anu. It was nice chatting with you and hope to talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you so much, Crystal, for having me. It was such a pleasure, you know, to be here. Bye. Take care. I'm Crystal Clevenger. And I'm Dee Idris. And this is the ServiceNow Accelerate podcast series. You can find us and other ServiceNow podcasts in the ServiceNow community at community.servicenow.com. Be sure to follow us in your favorite podcast app so you don't miss our next episode.